Welcome everybody. This is Parashat Shmais, and we are continuing learning as we've been doing this year from the beginning of Mishnah Baruch Aleph, and we're learning now the halachas of Psuke de Zimra. So Psuke de Zimra begins with Baruch Shomar, at least for Nusach Ashkenaz, and Baruch Shomar is a very interesting bracha because it's a bracha which is not mentioned in the Gemara. All the other brachas that we say are brachas which are um, which are mentioned in the Gemara, but Baruch Sha'amar is not a bracha which is mentioned in the Gemara, and that actually affects its halacha in a number of ways. So where did we get this bracha from? Who created the bracha of Baruch Sha'amar? So it's quite fascinating. Mishabura brings down that there was a paper that fell down from Shemayim with the bracha of Baruch Sha'amar written on it, and it has specifically 87 words. A very unusual event. It's very, very, very unique. To this particular bracha of Baruch Shamra, a paper fell down in a Shemayim, and that's where we got this bracha from. And it has exactly 87 words, and it's not meant to be changed. And the remez for the bracha to have 87 words is Roshay Ataras Paz, Pasuk in Shirashirim, Roshay, meaning, in this case, the the head of Tvila, the beginning of Tvila is Ataras Paz, is a crown of Pezayin of 87 words. And that's why we begin with this Tvila. So Baruch Shamar is actually divided into three different parts. The first part of Baruch Sha'amar, before you get to Baruch Atah Hashem Alekeinu Malach Olam, it's not really considered that you started Sukkot Zimra yet. That's just praising Hashem. So the first part of Baruch Sha'amar up to Baruch Atah Hashem is praise, and therefore you're allowed to talk at that, still at that point, you can answer Amen, you can make brachas. There's no halachas yet. It has, it's not considered as you started the bracha yet. The bracha only begins when you get to the second part, Baruch Atah Hashem Alekeinu Malach Olam. That's when the bracha of Baruch Shammar begins. At that point, you're not allowed to talk anymore. You're in the middle of the bracha, and you're also in the middle of Pesukah de Zimra. So you can't talk anymore at that point. However, you could answer Amen to a bracha. So if you hear someone making a bracha, or you hear someone making Berchus HaShachar, Berchus HaTayra, Shalai Sanigoi, you could say Amen. There is one bracha, though, you can answer Amen to, and this is very interesting. You can answer Amen to Baruch Shammar. So if the Chazan finishes Baruch Shammar before you, or someone next to you finishes Baruch Shammar loudly, that's actually one thing you can't answer Amen to. So <clears throat> once, uh, once you start the Baruch HaTashem of Baruch Shammar, you can answer Amen to all other brachas, but you can't answer Amen to Baruch Shammar itself. And the very last line of Baruch Shammar is the third part of Baruch Shammar, which is Baruch HaTashem, Melch Mahul Batish Bachais. So that that conclusion of Baruch Shamra, when you say those words, you actually can't answer Amen at all. You can't be mafsik while you're saying those words. So again, there's three parts to Baruch Shamar. The first part of Baruch Shamar, until you start Baruch Hashem, that's just praising Hashem. It's not even Sukkot Zimri yet. It's not a bracha. You can talk, you can be mafsik, you can do what you need to do. Once you start Baruch Hashem, you've begun a bracha. And you can answer Amen. You can't talk, you can't be mafsik, you can't do anything. But you can answer Amen to other brachas with the exception of Baruch Shamar itself. When you finish Baruch Shamar, you can answer Amen to Baruch Shamar. But in the very last line of Baruch Shamar, Baruch Hashem, that's the third part of Baruch Shamar. And during while you're saying those words, you can't be mafsik at all. So it's, it's kind of straightforward, that's the truth. Because this is really the rule for many brachas as well. 
whenever you're concluding a bracha and you're saying Baruch Hashem Hazan Hakol, that that conclusion is always more stringent, and you can't make a hefsik in the middle of that conclusion. So Baruch Shomer is no different. And the middle of the bracha being that it's a long bracha, you're allowed to answer amen to other brachas, which is true for, uh, which is true for, for many brachas as well. The exception here being that you can't answer amen to Baruch Shama, which is interesting. Now, when you finish Baruch Shamar, before you start Haidu, you should not make a hefsik. You should not talk out. You should you could answer amen that you could do, but you should not speak to anybody. Talk. The truth is, you're not really at this point supposed to be talking to anybody. But there's a special stringency not to do anything between the end of Baruch Amar to when you start Haidu, because Baruch Amar is a bracha on Pesukah de Zimra. So the same way when you make a bracha on food, you're not supposed to make a hefsik before you eat the food. When you make Baruch Shamar, you shouldn't be making a hefsik before you start Pesukah de Zimra. And if you do, it becomes a very significant question whether perhaps you have to say Baruch Shamar again, because you made a hefsik in between Baruch Shamar and the rest of Pesukah de Zimra. So that's very, very important not to make a hafsik at that point, and if you absolutely have to make a hafsik, just say the first pasik, say, So this way at least you've begun Pesukah de Zimra, and then if you need to make a hafsik, you can make a hafsik. But you could answer Amen. So if you uh, finish Baruch Shamar and then the Chazan finished Baruch Shamar, you could answer Amen. That's not a problem, that's not a hafsik. But otherwise, you do need to start Pesukah de Zimra immediately. <clears throat> Um, the bracha of Yishtabach is similar to the bracha of Baruch Shamar, but it doesn't have three parts. It only has two parts. The bracha of Yishtabach, the whole bracha is considered a bracha. So again, while you're in the middle of that bracha, you can't be mafsik. And it has the same aloch as Baruch Shamar that you could answer Amen to any other bracha except for Yishtabach. Like if the Chazan finishes first and, and you want to answer Amen to, to his mouth, Mahul Bajishbachais, you can't do it while you're in the middle of Mishtabach. Now, in the middle of Az Yashir, you could answer Amen to his, to his bracha on Yishtabach. In the middle of Ivarach David, you could answer Amen to his Yishtabach. But once you've started Yishtabach, you can't answer Amen. If you finish Yishtabach, you could answer Amen. So Yishtabach is like Baruch Shamar in that way, that the whole bracha has this status like Baruch Shamar, that it is an uh, interesting bracha, which you can't answer Amen on Yishtabach itself, but you could answer Amen on other brachas. Once you finish Baruch Shamar and you begin be, and begin Haidu, it's the middle of Pesukah de Zimra, and there's no problem of hefsik like we said before. Yet you are not supposed to talk in the middle of Pesukah de Zimra. Now I've noticed uh, people do, and I'm being down lekavs chus that they don't know, but everybody should know. You're not supposed to speak in the middle of Pesukah de Zimra. You really, basically, once you start Pesukah de Zimra, you're on no talking until after Shemana Esrei, because you can't talk throughout Pesukah de Zimra. Once you finish Yishtabach, you're not supposed to be mafsik before starting um, Berchus Kriyashma. And when you start Berchus Kriyashma and Shema, you can't be mafsik until you get to Shemana Esrei, and obviously in Shemana Esrei you can't be mafsik. So basically, once you start Pesukah de Zimra, it's lip-sealed until you get to the end of the road. Important to realize that. Yet, Pesukah de Zimra is a little bit more lenient, and if it's very necessary, if there's an extreme need for you to talk, you can. Uh, let's say, for example, a mother who's davening and a child really, really needs her in the middle of Pesukah de Zimra, so she could be mafsik and ta- do, you know, take care of the child and do as necessary, speak to the child in the middle of Pesukah de Zimra. You can be lenient with that. Um, but the Mishmaruz is an in- interesting thing, and... Uh, uh, we'll give an award to anybody who actually remembers this during the time. And he says that if you do have to be mafsik in the middle of Pesukah de Zimra for whatever reason, you should, before your mafsik, you should say the Pasik, uh, Baruch Hashem Amen Amen, and then do the hefsik. 
And then before you start again, say again, Baruch Hashem Amen Amin Amen, and then start to continue where you're holding Pesuka de Zimra. So if anybody actually remembers that, at the moment when a kid is screaming and you have to talk, uh, kudos to them. But in any case, uh, if you're addressed by someone that you respect, like a father, a teacher, you are allowed to reply out of respect. When saying the Pasuk of Paiseach Es Yodecha, you must have Kavana for the meaning. That's the one Pasuk in Pesuk de Zimra that you have to have Kavana, middle of Ashrei, Paiseach Es Yodecha, and, which, and what it means is you're praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu for taking care of all His creations and feeding them. And if you don't have Kavana when you say Paiseach Es Yodecha, you actually have to go back and say it again with Kavana. And if you finished Ashrei, you have to go back to Paiseach Es Yodecha and finish till the end of Ashrei. And uh, if you realize later, and you're running out of time, because you have to keep up with the chazan, so Mishabura says, fine, finish, davening, but then go after davening and say over uh, Ashrei with Kavana. So it's extraordinarily important to say Pesach Zidacha with Kavana, and if you don't remember, go back and say it again, and start over from there, if you, know, if you finish Ashrei already. When you say Az Yashir, the Mishabura says you should say with great joy as if you are passing through the Yamsav just then. You're supposed to uh, use your power of imagination to uh, picture yourself as if you're there and you can feel a little part of the excitement that Klai Yisrael had when they were doing that historic, that historic moment that they said Shira Ta'akadosh Baruch Hu. And he writes, which is very interesting, that someone who says Az Yashir properly with the right Simcha, the right joy, Hashem forgives him for his sins, which is a, a wonderful thing to aspire to. And I imagine whatever little we can add to Az uh, Yasha, whatever more kavana, whatever more heart we can put into it, the, all the more we benefit from that uh, guarantee that the Mishnah gives us that it, our, our sins will be forgiven. The Mishnah also sa- suggests that if you can, you should say it with the tam, with the trap, if you're able to. The Mizmer Lasaida, also very interesting. The Mizmer Lasaida that we say in between Haidu um, and Yichvaid, uh, the Mechaber says, the, the Beis Yosef writes, you should say it with a niggin. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. I mean, there are two songs for it, but he says you should say it with a niggin. Why? He says because this is the singular Shira that will remain when a Mashiach comes. He says all the other shiras will become obsolete because they'll become replaced by the greater and more uh, um, awe-inspiring shiras that will be composed at that time when Mashiach comes. But Mizmah Lasaida will remain forever. And therefore he says you should say it with a special um, Nagina, you should say it with a special tune, which is fascinating. The, all the parts of Sukkot Zimra, though, Mishabura says, need to be said carefully with Kavana, as if you're counting money, and uh, that means, in other words, you say it, obviously you have to say it as fast as you, you need to say it, but try to enunciate the words and say it as well and as, easily, as best as you could say it. And it's worthwhile waking up a few minutes earlier to give yourself some more time to be able to say Pesuket Zimra properly.